This is Saturday Morning Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace. Good morning and happy two days after Thanksgiving by the time this episode comes out, everyone. We are Saturday Morning Mysteries and we're your hosts. I'm Grace. And I'm Alexis. And even though this is coming out the Saturday after Thanksgiving, we hope your Thanksgiving was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, we are finishing up eating our... your leftovers. Ooh. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite Thanksgiving leftover? Oh, uh, so to be fair, it's like the combo, the, the sandwich, yep. the classic yes. sandwich, especially if my aunt, my mom's sister makes homemade challah bread. Oh, man. Is this Jody? He's... Jody, Aunt Jody, oh. if you're listening now, I know sometimes she does. Yeah, she God. makes the homemade challah bread, okay, with the ham, the turkey, throw some mac and cheese, some mm. stuffing, some greens, mm. literally the most unhealthy thing you could ever eat, but it's just one bite of Thanksgiving, like Amazing. all of it in a massive sandwich. Yes. Yes. But if I had to pick one specific thing, the mac and cheese, but preferably Ooh. in that sandwich. All together. Yeah, all Great. together. <laughs> Incredible. Um uh, I mean, basically literally the same answer of like the sandwich, the mm-hmm. follow-up sandwich is the favorite specifically. I do enjoy Turkey, uh, the most as a leftover and like we'll sometimes make soup with it, that kind of stuff. But the sandwich with all of those freshy leftovers is just, I could eat it all year. Oh, yeah. Gladly. And I would still uh, look forward to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. It would make no difference in how much I love it. It would mean restarting the calendar of eating the sandwich <laughs> all year. Mm-hmm. So we're here for exactly. it. We're here for it. So yes, we yes. hope you all had a very wonderful, joyous mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. One of our yes. favorite holidays for sure. So mm-hmm. and uh to wrap up our Thanksgiving uh saga, our arc. Um, we are today, Alexis will be doing part two of Pocahontas and I'm very excited for it. If you missed part one, go back and listen to last week's episode. And I actually want to start Alexis before we get into anything with part two or back to Mm -hmm. part one, um, doing something like slightly different that I didn't tell you about before we started and that thing. And, and for the viewers on YouTube, you know, we, we put little like screen grabs up of things, but I'm I'm in zoom right now. I'm sending, um, Alexis a link to eBay that I need her to open. (laughs) Why? Oh my God. Am I going to get like digital STDs? Oh, oh, this is it. Okay. It's the toy this from my recovered memory from a last episode. Apparently it was a Burger King toy, which I actually don't know how I would have gotten because we I've never had Burger, Burger King. King. My family wow. like didn't go never? to fast food. What? Yeah. Like the that, only okay, fast food okay, I had yeah, growing up was like Wendy's and Steak and oh, Shake Baby. Yeah. But yeah. like, yes, yeah, so I don't know how I obtained this, wow. but this is the toy. Um, I will put it. <laughs> on Instagram on our screen grab all right I'm gonna just rapid fire off my three thoughts here (laughs) one this toy is kind of terrifying me Uh-huh. <laughs> Two, I love that you look this up. I needed to and find three, it. Three, I'm like low-key patting myself on the back. I was not correct. It was not McDonald's, but the fact that I thought that it was like a, <laughs> a, fast, a, food a, toy, toy. a fast food toy. I was like, what? Does, was that one of those? 
um quick so on brand because yeah god why do I remember that but yes exactly (laughs) on brand too because that was like the thing in the 90s I don't know if they still do that these days I don't think so but I feel like there's a very high chance that I just really wanted the toy and so like I somehow just went for the toy or something no I know just to shut me the hell up they don't they don't like sell them separately so (laughs) you're not probably paying like 50 (laughs) dollars Just so I could get the toy. toy, which for <laughs> for sale now on eBay at eight fifty eight dollars and fifty cents, <laughs> yeah. not eight hundred fifty. Eight dollars no. and like probably the Amazing. like cost to make was probably like eight cents. Like that's <laughs> exactly. a markup. Eight fifty for that shit. Disney and Burger King had to get their money back. <laughs> All right, the exactly. stock buybacks had to happen. Yeah. Anyway. So, anyways, that's also why the break between recordings, not just making my coffee, but I had to awesome. find that. Wonderful. So, You're anyways. totally forgiven now. For yeah. <laughs> so now I will pass it to Alexis after I did the self-serving proving myself right moment. Yes. Thank yes. you for indulging me. So absolutely. Thank you for doing that research. I love it. I love it. Honestly, I'm going to keep that page open because $8 and 50 cents is that's a reasonable cost. If you not ask bad. me, that's not bad. So anyway, yes, we're back for part two discussing none other than the Walt Disney animated classic Pocahontas. Uh, and before we jump into today's episode, I mentioned it towards the beginning of last week's episode, but just saying my sources for all Mm. of this information we've been talking about out the outset here. I looked at various Wikipedia pages on like Pocahontas and the Powhatans and all the various characters in the movies, uh, the Jamestown, Yorktown Foundation, the United States National Park Service, First Nation Seeker, and most importantly, the Powhatan Museum of Indigenous Arts and Culture. And on that note, though, before we actually get back into, you know, where we left off, I'm actually, Grace, going to request that it be handed back to you and give us just a quick recap of what went down last week, not including any of like the real world history, just like straight up where where we, yeah, where we left off in the movie Pocahontas. Yeah. Okay. So, so I have time to drink some of my coffee. (laughs) So in the film itself, we started off with John Smith, who is Mel Gibson and blonde, yes. um, a strapping young <laughs> Mel Gibson, voiced yes. by Mel Gibson, um, who's part of the Virginia Company, um, which was chartered to um, go colonize the quote unquote new world. Yep. And so we start with John Smith and the rest of the English people, um, Tom, aka Christian Bale, Thomas, Thomas yes. thank you, and um, is it Governor Radcliffe, Lord Radcliffe? Yeah, Governor John Radcliffe, yeah. John Radcliffe, there's a lot of Johns, it's confusing. Right. Um, who's yes. like the overseer of this journey. They are all uh, on these ships heading to the New World, singing very insulting, offensive songs about murdering Native peoples once they arrive and finding gold. When they do arrive, their method to find gold is just to dig holes, so digging up on holes (laughs) this was the inspiration we think for the book and then movie movie, unconfirmed but potentially we'll we'll discuss that in a future episode perhaps (laughs) and then meanwhile on the flippity flip side already here for the last 12,000 years um we're indeed the native peoples and we see specifically our main character 
Pocahontas, who in the Disney universe is basically Disney princess, next in line possibly for the the chief dis position, yeah. chieftain position. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, chief position. Um, but she's kind of a wild child. Um, her name, Pocahontas, literally means playful one we've learned. Um, and she's kind of like running around the woods, gets home. Her dad, who just came back from like a most recent um kind of like war front is like, hey, BT dubs, while I was gone, I got you engaged. Um, so get ready to get married to Coco. And Pocahontas is like, I'm gonna make a pros and cons list in the woods with my buddy Miko and Flit, who are a raccoon and hummingbird. Um, another character briefly, what's her name, best friend's name? Uh, Nakoma. Nakoma. Which they literally only say it once. I gotta admit, at this point, up and up until this point, yeah, the she movie, seemed I don't like think once. they said her name. Yeah, and they didn't even oh, say yeah, her yeah. name when she was there. I was like, "What the fuck is her name?" Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so just generally mentioning her. <laughs> yes, she's Pocahontas's BFF. She's got great bangs and a cute bun. So she is clearly the fashionista of this whole tribe. <laughs> the tribe. <laughs> and so, anyways, Pocahontas is off in the woods making her pros and cons list about getting married to Coco, who's this great uh, warrior. Um, you know, yeah, pros and cons. She's singing about it. She goes to grandmother Willow, who talks about the dream Pocahontas has been having about like a, a swirling arrow, trying to point her in the right direction. And whilst wandering the woods, she runs into the recently landed John Smith, um, she does all of the work and learns English in about 18 seconds <laughs> because of the spirits told her. Yeah. John Smith is immediately smitten and head over heels. Also, I was thinking about it. He also was probably just on a boat only with dudes for the last six months. <laughs> yeah, yes. So like, I mean, they could have had a good anyway. time with each other, but maybe he was really hungry at that moment. Yeah. For, um, <laughs> he was really missing a woman's touch or something it's been a long trip yeah Yeah, and that's why i think when he landed he was like see you dudes later like find me some native ladies yeah exactly (laughs) so i think he's like that maybe have extra spurred on his like immediately in love with pocahontas um he offends her immediately by using the word savages and she rightfully so song insults him which later gets nominated for a academy (laughs) award because that's how (laughs) sick that burn was was i will i will never get over that fact i think that's my new like fun fact of the day yeah that like both that it's an insult song and it was nominated for academy award exactly so because of that reason too that like the lyrics played a part in its nomination and winning yes truly it's incredible and it's basically about how like hey you english people keep coming over and fucking stuff up if you just listen to the native peoples we could um take care of this land but y'all are why we can't have nice things Mm -hmm. then as they're chit-chatting on this little love tryst um (laughs) they hear basically the war drums Basically, while that all had been happening, Kokoam and um, a group of other warriors went to go check out what these white colonizers were up to, these English people. Uh, a little t- tussle breaks out, a.k.a. Um, one of the Native peoples gets shot in the leg with a musket or a gun, and then they head back home to be like, y'all, this is some bad shit. The white people, the English people are like, we got to take them down. And then Pocahontas is like, "Uh Oh, bye John Smith. Shit's going down at home. 
see ya. And John Smith is like, no, will I ever see you again? And she's like, your desperation is showing. Bye. Uh, bye. And she leaves, but maybe is also like, I'll call you. And then that's where we left it is like, maybe a war is about to begin. I'm not sure, Mm -hmm. to be honest. It's all very fuzzy between like here and like the end scene. Oh, and I also forgot to mention there is a pug. (laughs) <laughs> he's here uh, owned by john well. he's also yes. around and uh-huh. yes uh actually that's a good point i don't really talk about percy at all but he I does like him back up throughout the movie he like keeps running into miko and oh, the yeah. raccoon and miko's just like fucking with him the entire uh-huh. time so they are like totally butting heads and not friends at this it's point great. uh because miko like keeps stealing food from him mm-hmm. as well as if yep. they're not already starving <laughs> um amazing that was great that was perfect Thank perfect you. recap uh it brings us right back to where we left off the brink of war the brink of war and i uh briefly mentioned it last week but yeah, remembering now how violent this movie actually is. Uh, yeah. We've seen one person get shot already, like gravely injured, super wild. No blood uh-huh. was shown, obviously, but you see him like fall over, holding his leg, yeah. like, screaming in pain. Great. We're going to see a lot more in this episode because those war drums were not lying. Battle is about to begin. Mm. So a few days have passed since John Smith and Pocahontas first met and were on their however many day long rendezvous <laughs> throughout the woods of Eastern Virginia, now that modern day Eastern Virginia. And so Pocahontas is back in the village and she's picking maize in the fields with her best friend, Nakoma. And, you know, they're just chatting about how things are getting dangerous out there and how they need to stick together. And at this point, uh, like a total creeper, John Smith pops out of nowhere from. He does. Yes. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> it's strange. I guess he's pretty good at tracking, after all, oh. perhaps. And uh, he tells Pocahontas immediately that he couldn't wait to see her again. He had to see her again. Did he because... go back to he the did. rest of the call? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, he's just been gone for a month <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> Never went back. No, because we do see in that few day span since he and Pocahontas last met, um, he like got back to the settlement and he was like all sad and gloomy and like everyone else was all working hard digging holes and he's just like getting a few pieces of dirt. (laughs) God, how much do these like indentured servants fucking hate John Smith? They start to at this point. Like he's Uh still kind of like their brave leader or whatever, but they're mm-hmm. like, John, what are you doing? Like, what's wrong with you? And um, one of the one of the other laborers is like, oh, he's just mad because he missed all the action, like referring to that little mm-hmm. battle with uh, Cocoa's little, you know, spying <laughs> that was going uh-huh. on there. So John is like rolling his eyes because they're going on talking about you know oh we shot the indian yeah we did so good they're savages and john like puts them in their place like they're not all savages calm Ooh. down stop talking about them like that Wait, also not all <laughs> not exactly you almost He's like i've met one not <laughs> they had to like okay. keep some of the realness oh there. okay yeah that's right that's right 
<laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's like what you see him going through in that okay. period. And he's like, I got to go out and like go for a walk. I got to find some stuff, whatever. And that's when he like pops out of the cornfield, <laughs> um, scaring the shit out of Nakoma. By yeah, what if the way. Had just like shanked him in that moment? Like... <laughs> In, over. in real life probably right like that's i would have done like i would have been like this is an attacker jumping out of the corn uh her stylish bangs were in the way so she couldn't <laughs> get her sights on him properly she needed to trim them a little bit they were a little long yes. so if i had a nickel point, for though. every time my bangs kept me from shanking someone dude at, oh shanking never mind yeah well, <laughs> you had me in the first half but then you lost me. It's fine. It's fine. Um, cool. So anyway, this scares the shit out of her. And at this point, though, when he said, when John says that he wanted to see her again, Nakoma's Uh-oh. like, oh, shit, Pocahontas. So she realizes that Pocahontas has been going out and fraternizing with this, <laughs> this pale stranger. Uh-huh. So Pocahontas tells her friend, tell, tells Nakoma to cover for her while she runs off for yet another rendezvous with oh Smith just after they were talking about how dangerous it is and how and they, they need to stick all together. stick together. And Nakoma is like, listen, I can't lie for you anymore. You made me do it before and I won't do it again. Like I, I, I can't, this, I can't, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So Pocahontas, or sorry, so she runs, yeah, Pocahontas runs off with John Smith and hilariously, <laughs> Nakoma, she just looks so stressed. She's like, <laughs> so in that moment, I was like, holy shit, Pocahontas may be a really bad friend here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is she actually the hero of this story? Like, is yes. she us? Like, because even though she's going on saying like I can't I don't want to lie for you at so right funny. after Poco um, walks up yeah or, yeah right after Pocahontas runs away Coco um, walks up like where did Pocahontas go the chief told me that I needed to come watch over her oh and she just like gets that look of stress <laughs> on her face <laughs> she's like I don't know I haven't seen her has like the other and basket is laying right, next right to her. there. She just like kicks it behind her. No clue. Yeah, she is no a good idea. Coco is a, not the best friend. Yeah, not a, not the best mm-hmm. friend because then Coco um actually also gets very worried and is like, well, she needs to like, I don't know, take interpret this as y'all will. But uh-huh. he's like, she needs to start listening. Like she's gonna get herself killed out there. So on one hand, it's like okay, a little controlling. But on the other yeah. hand these white men are dangerous as the chief himself said (laughs) um yeah and you know right then she's just sitting there being like i've told pocahontas before ovaries before broveries and look what she fucking does and look what she does making me lie for her right and do her chores (laughs) yeah awesome (laughs) right also like john smith just left all the chores too yeah those men are still digging trenches and they're actually like they're actually in the process too of like re-fortifying like their settlement because they are like oh shit yeah war is about to start we just maybe killed one of their men yeah Yeah. and so they're left they're like digging for gold starving and like re-fortifying the settlement and And john's John's like just like (sighs) crying like staring off (laughs) 
<laughs> watching the wind blow he's just like looking on like for the wolf crying or howling at the blue corn he's just oh, like on like the deck of the me. ship like his head and like arms just on like this the side of the ship just like <sighs> humming colors of the wind yes <laughs> uh, i must no. find her again John, John, and John. i mean he gets what he yes. wants though yep. because yeah True. so the two of them pocahontas takes john to grandmother willow and uh, yeah, he, she's like, you know, I, I really want you to meet someone. <laughs> she's, she's special to me. I need you to meet gra my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is she doing way out here by herself, super far from anyone else? Oh, she's I a don't tree. See, oh, she's a tree. Got it. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, you know what? There's no women around. It's been years. I know. Did, did just, he like just believe that the tree is a talking grandmother? Just smile and nod, smile and nod, <laughs> smile and nod uh-huh <laughs> yep cool cool there is um <laughs> and so while they're on their way to visit grandmother willow though also very hilariously john explains like as they're looking at just the beautiful surroundings and everything john explains like i can't believe that we're just gonna destroy all of this land for gold <laughs> god really revealing your hand there huh john like, damn dude excuse me you said you're still gonna do that i thought that the whole song fixed that do i need to okay five six seven eight, seven, animals, eight. let's go where's the bobcat <sighs> wind where are you yeah. um, uh... so, but uh pocahontas actually comes back at him like uh yeah dude there's no gold here <laughs> And John just like kind of laughs and shrugs it off. He's like, damn, really? He's like, oh, well, well, we'll yeah, still destroy it. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. Well, we'll find something. Shit. I mean, we'll probably like tobacco. Shit, yeah. fur. No, we'll find yeah. something. Trust me. Uh, we, maze is yellow. That's like gold. We will explore, exploit anything. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm so happy that you just said that. Okay. Because I just like truncated the hell out of that entire exchange between oh, them. Uh -huh. So, when John first says like, yeah, we're just going to destroy this all for gold. Pocahontas is like gold. What is gold? And he's like, you know, it's, it's the stuff. It's the color gold. And she's like, oh, you mean this? She pulls corn out of her knapsack. <laughs> pulls corn out. Yeah. She's like gold, this here, you can have it. And he's like, right. no, 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 not gold. Like the, you know, I think he shows her like his, a not a watch, something. something. Yeah, a coin. Yeah. That's exactly what he shows her. And um, she's like, oh yeah, no. There's none of that. Yeah. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, this is tragically intriguing <laughs> because, Ooh. like, I'm very happy that the writers leaned into this whole gold rush narrative here because, uh -huh. in reality, in real history, the Virginia Company wasted a lot of like money, time, and resources, including losing men during uh -huh. this period where they were loading literally only fool's gold onto their ships <laughs> like they thought that they actually hit the jackpot and then they found out it was all fake gold <laughs> it was fool's gold i forget oh, what the actual scientific name is for it, but my yeah. god <laughs> so that, that was like a major waste and i hilarious. love that the writers put that <laughs> noted that and, and like, like I fully yeah. imagine that like maybe this somewhere along the way was an actual conversation in which like 
a colonizer was like, yeah, we're looking for this thing. And then like a native person was like, I don't know the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never seen that. Yeah. Corn here. It's this right, is the same like, color. <laughs> right. It's yeah. just it's probably more important. And they were like, uh, well, we've already come all this way. So, yeah, so we already told them to just... dig more holes. Uh, <laughs> a little embarrassing if we turned back around now. So we're just going to exploit whatever we can find then now. <laughs> Great. Good, good, good. <laughs> yes. Amazing. So anyway, they finally make it to grandma- Grandmother Willow. And uh, at first, John is just like, <laughs> this now? is just a tree. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> then, like, John. but then, yes, I think Pocahontas maybe tells him like, listen, just listen to the spirits or whatever. And then mm. Grandmother Willow appears, rightfully freaking John the fuck out. But <laughs> kindly of her, she begins to like read his aura or give him some sort of like palm Ooh. reading. Uh-huh. But the spiritual reading is interrupted when they hear uh, two of John's colleagues or like the other laborers out in mm-hmm. the woods, like yelling his name, looking for them because they're oh. like, why the fuck did he just run off? As you noted, we are here at the settlement doing all this stuff. And this guy just <laughs> ran off after looking all <laughs> sad for no reason. Oh, so, John. so they like have their guns because of course, anytime anyone is sent oh. off into the woods, Governor Ratcliffe is like, shoot natives on sight, kill them all, oh, whatever. Okay. They're, they're trying to steal our gold, our gold. Yeah. Our- non-existent gold which is not even here um and so these two guys they're calling his name yelling and grandmother willow like hides them you know underneath Mm. her willow she's like able to it's magic okay (laughs) and she exposes like her roots and stuff and has all these vines coming down messing with these two guys that are chasing or that are looking for him and so it like scares them away and hilariously as they're running away they're like oh let's smith finn for himself like (laughs) (laughs) and he like hears it fuck this guy and it's funnier it's even funnier because in the first half of the movie I mentioned it briefly, but when Smith like jumped off of the ship to save Thomas, when like Uh they were like all on rough waters, when Smith brought him back on the ship, all the crewmen were looking at him like, are you insane? He was like, you guys would have done it for me, right? (laughs) It's like crickets. (laughs) Crickets are like, "Uh, sure. And then now they're proving. Mop the deck. My mom's calling. I gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go. And so now it's like nothing even as serious. It's like they get tripped up by roots and like vines, and they're like, Fuck this guy. Yeah. We're out. They're like, let him fend for himself. <laughs> so, anyway, at this point, though, since John realizes that they're actually out looking for him, he decides that he should go ahead and get back to camp and tells Pocahontas that they should meet back here at Grandmother Willow's later tonight. So he goes off back to the settlement and Pocahontas stays back looking all like conflicted, not knowing what to do and asks it does it does like you said she's been weighing her pros and cons for the mm-hmm. past several days now about marrying Cocoam or going off on some other new adventure and so Pocahontas asks grandmother Willow if being with John is right and if it has anything to do with her dream (laughs) and grandmother Willow is she actually might be one of my favorite characters in this movie she's so sassy because she responds (laughs) like this whole time I'm not really like quoting her much in in these episodes but she's been Uh like so like for the tea 
and all this like yes. so excited he, hearing about Pocahontas getting engaged to Coco on but also <laughs> seeing that like oh there's also Another John she's like this is the most excitement that's come around this tree in a long time <laughs> like she's so into it so when Pocahontas asks her if John has anything to do with her dream grandmother mm. Willow's like I just like, like maybe you should find out mm, <laughs> perhaps maybe <laughs> yes <good laughs> and she's like good thing y'all are coming back here tonight because i want to know too <laughs> oh i'll be here i'll be here mm, you're welcome Willow. anytime <laughs> so uh pocahontas also returns to the village and uh she gets back to see that they are all full out at this point preparing for war mm. and that all of these neighboring tribes and all of these other you know 30 however many tribes in the confederacy have arrived and are ready to join them in battle mm. and so pocahontas is like oh shit like this is for it's real escalated. for real going down yeah and also like grandmother willow thinks that maybe john and me have like this there's a key somewhere here that can stop all of this grandma so, just said i don't know <laughs> right, she's but, gonna, but right, she's she can tell though that something like she thinks that she something. can be reasoned with yes okay there's something so else. exactly so she okay. runs and talks to her dad and she tries to assure him that the pale strangers some of them maybe we can negotiate with some of them we can talk to we don't mm. need to see all of this violence and she tells him like hey if one of if one of them may be willing to negotiate then shouldn't you be willing to negotiate too and mm. the chief is like yeah you're right i agree but it's just not that simple like a true establishment minded leader <laughs> It's like, you know, you're absolutely <laughs> correct. That is something that could happen, but it's just not that easy. So we're going to go to war simple. anyway. Sorry. <laughs> so, so, no matter where it is, war is money. I mean, it's not I mean, that simple. <laughs> it's not that simple. So at this point, Smith has also returned to camp and Ratcliffe is like, where have you been, man? Like, where do you keep running off to? I need you. Accurate question. <laughs> Very good question. What am I paying you for? Like, what is this company paying you for? You're literally never here. I'm not doing shit. Um, and so Ratcliffe is like, I need you out here leading these men to start hunting and killing these natives. We need to get them out of here because they're trying to steal our gold. And John refuses. He's like, they're not savages they're not terrible we need to reason with them they can be reasoned with mm. and they're going to help us learn how to know the land they can help us settle and find food and so hilariously when john is saying all this like defending mm. the natives thomas comes out of nowhere uh voiced by christian bale, christian bale. And he's just like john what's gotten into you <laughs> like everyone's looking at him all crooked like what's all this mess you're talking about supporting these natives also part of me just wishes and i'm going to ignore the way you just said it which was great but that christian bale still uses newsy's accent from like the film probably before this one from instead like just did that like thomas played by christian bale established the new As york accent in the exactly. new world Anyway. long before they knew there would be a new york <laughs> i guess it is 
John was going in. I can't even. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't anyway. gonna try, but that's just what I'm no. picturing instead. That's great. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Christian Bale, a man of many accents. <laughs> I actually really? like, don't know what his real voice sounds like. I always forget where he's from because every movie I've seen him in, he has a different accent. <laughs> so I'm like, Alien. I think or maybe like Australian. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so at this point, Ratcliffe, he tells John, like, no, you need to go out, lead this group and fight against the natives. And um, yeah, because they're hoarding our gold, like they'll do anything to keep it. So we can't trust them. We need to get rid of them immediately. And at this point, John's like, dude, there isn't any gold here. (laughs) All the workers are like, it's like, mid digging the hole and they're just like there's not what now <laughs> and Ratcliffe is like enough no no don't listen to him this man's lying this man's lying anyone who doesn't kill an Indian on site is going to be tried and hanged for treason now he actually says that oh he says movie. that he says that straight up again this movie is super violent actually for like yeah, a Disney, Disney renaissance movie damn yes. okay so back at the village Pocahontas sneaks out once again for another rendezvous with John but so that they can try to negotiate peace between their respective peoples mm. in Nakoma again she's like Pocahontas she so can't again, go bitch. she's like again she's like no seriously I, like I mean at this time Pocahontas I'm putting my foot down I will not lie for you I won't do it like it was so stressful lying to Coco on last time I'm not going to do it again and Nakoma, <laughs> she's that girl because literally like five minutes after Pocahontas uh-huh. leaves, she goes straight to Coco. Um, oh, she goes shit. straight she's to him and done she's with like, her friend's shit. She's done. She's like, no, Coco, um, Pocahontas <laughs> is in trouble. I don't know exactly where, where she is, but you need to go track her and find her and protect her right now. So, you know what? She was good being a good her. friend in this moment. Yeah. She was. She was. Um, yes, she was. More yeah. on that in a moment, though. Okay. So John, John camp. Oh my God. John Smith has also (laughs) snuck out of camp as well at this point. But as he's sneaking out, Ratcliffe spots him and tells Thomas to follow and shoot any natives that he sees. Uh, They're all like, we got to find out where John Smith is going. I feel like he's onto something and he's not telling us. So you Mm. follow him, confront him. If you see him doing anything weird and kill anyone, if you see them. Also like, yeah. Hmm, John Smith, this hero who literally can plunge into the like screaming ocean to save someone. Let's send this 15-year-old boy to confront him. <laughs> Let's give him down. We're all too yeah. scared to confront him. Get the after boy him who saved, by <laughs> yeah, the way, right. who like owes him his life. <laughs> you, you go confront him. Have you ever shot you a gun before? Go. You'll figure it out hilariously that Ratcliffe shits on him earlier in the movie about how Thomas is terrible at shooting a gun yeah literally <laughs> this is going anyway. back to your point earlier that just who like the richest investor is gets to yep. be in charge this man mm-hmm. clearly has no managerial experience none none that's exactly how they're making. he does not know what he's doing no um <laughs> okay so John and Pocahontas meet back up at grandmother Willow's and Grandmother Willow finally gets back to reading John's fortune, which was mm. so rudely interrupted earlier by those other colonizers. Sure. And she tells John that he and Pocahontas are the key to ending the fighting. Ooh. I forget exactly what she tells him, but that's like the gist of it. Okay. Because at this point, he's like, wow, you're right, Pocahontas. 
I will agree to talk to the chief now. Like, take me to him. Okay. Let's try to negotiate something so that we can end the violence and maybe open up some like valuable trade for and alliances for both of us. Cool. And so this total acquiescence to Pocahontas's plan all along, him uh-huh. agreeing to meet the chief, uh, leads to Pocahontas laying a nice big sloppy one on him. <laughs> Immediately showing her affection. However, Cocoam and Thomas both see this going down from behind the trees. It's actually super intense and stressful for like, for like that big, you know, the tension that builds up to the first kiss moment. Like the tension continues after they're kissing. You just hear like these drums beating and you see Cocoam like looking so angry and Thomas looking so shocked. 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 Like what the fuck? I do not remember this. Oh my God, okay. It's intense because then Cocoam starts doing like his warrior shout runs out of the trees attacks john what attacks john they get into this brawl on site like they're still under grandmother willow by the way and she's again just like almighty yeah she's like "Mm, let's see who it's gonna be Mm. fight to the death boys fight to the death for pocahontas's love (laughs) yes Uh thomas what are Um, you doing get in that fight what are you doing he does because just oh. when it looks like Cocoam is going to land the deathly blow on John Smith, Thomas, he pulls up his britches and fires his gun and oh. lands right on Cocoam, shooting <gasps> him dead. He shoots him? He kills Wait, him. dead? Pocahontas, dead. Pocahontas Cocoa literally dies? says, you killed him. Pocahontas, he is killed by Thomas. What? He gets shot. Yes. What? Dude, I don't, this movie what? is violent. Yes. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I didn't Pocahontas either. goes to her pros and cons list. Con. Dead. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> can't build sturdy home anymore. <laughs> Pro. Can't boss me around. <laughs> She shows to Grandmother Willow who like nods and sips her tea. Pro, as a callback to your last episode, one less mouth to feed. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay, but this is truly blowing my mind that he died. I totally forgot that they killed him. I totally forgot. But it makes sense because it leads to really the climax of the movie. Like Mm -hmm. I would say that that's like that's I'm the very worst stressed out thing right that, now yes so at this point john tells thomas to get the hell out of there like get mm-hmm. back to camp run because otherwise they're gonna fucking kill you and right so and john he's already takes, like made the call for other people to come and exactly so yikes getting getting tense here um uh-huh. and immediately like powhatan warriors move into the scene and arrest John Smith because he takes the blame for it because he's like Thomas, get uh-huh. the fuck out, go. I'll, I'll take the fall. Yeah. And so yeah, Coco um dying is really like that's the final straw for the chief at this point because I mean this guy yeah. not only was he about to be a son-in-law or at least the chief thought that he was about to be yeah. like his son and was planning on him becoming a son-in-law, but he was also his greatest warrior and was yeah. like, he's essentially like his right hand man. Like he sent mm-hmm. him out to do all of these like special missions and everything. So. This was like killing a top general of a foreign country's military. This is wild. This is is war. So 
That's so that intense for a Disney movie. <laughs> no, I know. Grace, like side note, I honestly think like between this and the Hunchback of Notre Dame, like as just that's a random side note, but that's another movie that gives we should me so cover much that. stress. That is the crimes of the Catholic Church. Well, maybe we'll do that around Easter. Ooh. All right, you guys heard it here first. Come back in April or March. I don't know when Easter is yeah, next year Easter for is, that art. But, but anyway, like yeah, get ready. From very very like. I, can, like, I, I just see how they how they get some shit let me just put it that way yeah. I, I see why they get some shit to this day and even back then I think anyway yes so uh yeah the other warriors that bring John back to the village explain to the chief that he was the one who killed Coco um and uh it was because Coco went out looking for Pocahontas because mm. the chief didn't realize that Pocahontas was gone obviously mm-hmm and the chief fucking rips her a new one. He literally in front of everybody, in front of like the entire village, he like blames her saying it was her fault that Coco is dead. She should have listened and stayed at camp. Mm, not totally wrong, but also like kind of sadly, um, Nakoma comes up to her after like, I'm so sorry. I'm the one that told him to go after you. This is totally my fault that he died. Like Nakoma blames herself. Oh. And Pocahontas is like, no, I mean, it's my fault. I've been like getting it on with John Smith. That's yeah. on me. <laughs> That's on yeah. me. Do not make so... your best friend feel bad about this. Exactly. Mm-mm. She's already been a bad enough friend. Pocahontas has right. been. So good for her being like, no, it is my fault. Whatever. Yeah. So the tribe, they hold Smith prisoner and they sentence him to death at daybreak, clearly as an act of war, escalating this conflict, saying tomorrow it's officially going to get started. It's on. on. Go ahead. We can say something. No, I'm just overwhelmed by like, I just like my like remembrance of the movie has none of this violence in my head. It's like, I know there's tension, like. They don't, I don't, I just don't remember like people getting shot and dying I didn't, yeah, in a Disney I didn't film. remember like a full fledged battle being planned. Like yeah. I didn't, it's yeah, like, I remember, like, I remember literally the, like, just the colors of the wind and like Nico yeah. and Flit. <laughs> right. And I'm like, That's I know it. like at some point, like John's, I, so what I thought was gonna happen was like they smooch and then like John Smith and Pocahontas go back and then immediately they're like, you brought a colonizer in here we're just going to imprison him. And I thought that's how he got in prison was like Pocahontas mm-hmm. brought him back. But I didn't realize this because a murder took place. <laughs> yeah, of her like to be fiance. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And there was a love triangle. That's right. Oh my God. Right. I'm All just overwhelmed things. right now is what that okay. side was. Yes. Okay. That's it. Cool. Yeah. But that's good. Cause that gets us all caught back up to speed as to just how wild this movie was for a bunch of remind remind you we were only like two when this came out yeah also yeah so we probably were watching it really when it came out on vhs but still when we were like four or five so yeah we obviously did not yeah we obviously did not catch any of this shit and do not remember it from when we were younger yeah um so anyway as smith is being taken prisoner Thomas, he returns to the settlement and tells the group that the natives have taken Smith and that they're holding him captive. And at this Mm. point, Ratcliffe is like, oh, fucking perfect. Now we can totally like get all of these guys against the natives. They love John. Does Thomas mention that he shot? He does. No. So he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't mention that he shot any, killed anyone. And he 
doesn't mention that he saw John and Pocahontas kissing either. He's just he, like he's, he's been captured. Yeah, they're crazy. Pretty they just like, shake him, Thomas. Yes, actually, true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Just gonna throw so, that out there. Christian Bale, yes. come on. What are you doing? Do man? better. You didn't ask for a rewrite on that line. Come on. <laughs> come on. So Ratcliffe, though, he takes this opportunity to rally up the troops and just mm. sow hatred against the natives. He's like, forget all that stuff that John was talking about before. They've got your fearless leader, John. We have to go get them. We're going to uh-huh. fight at daybreak. We're going to get them. So like funny, like they're on the same page, actually, as Cal Hatton's like, yeah, daybreak. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's go. I guess yeah, it's just like, like war speak. That's the universal time bit. to start. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> I think so. So. Pocahontas, meanwhile, ignores her father once more, leaves the village on her own, unannounced, (laughs) and visits grandmother Willow yet again, telling her that John is going to be executed. And grandmother Willow tells Pocahontas that whatever she can do, however, whatever means necessary, she has to stop the chief from killing him because that is going to bring peace to the two tribes or to the two peoples. Uh-huh. And so she's feeling totally at fault and useless, like kind of crying and just like wallowing in her pain uh-huh. under Grandmother Willow. And Miko, in an attempt to, I guess, maybe lift her spirits, drops down from a vine and hands yeah. her actually the compass that he stole from Smith's right. bag the day earlier, or several days earlier. Uh-huh. And Pocahontas is like, what is this thing? And it pops open mm. and she notices an arrow spinning, going in <gasps> oh! circles. What? And her and grandmother oh. look, grandmother Willow look at each other and immediately like the light bulb goes off. And she's like, oh my God, it's the arrow from your dreams. This is so wild. I know, right? Like I really did not remember any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, truly. Like, Damn. Yeah. Wow. So putting it all point, together. Yes, coming full circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spirits guide Pocahontas down her path of prophecy, and she runs through the woods quickly to make it back to the village in time before daybreak to stop John Smith's execution and mm-hmm. the impending massacre. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. Um, literally like chasing sunlight like she sees the sunrise coming and she just runs faster and faster and on one hand we see the natives like dragging john out to this like cliffside where they're gonna like i guess like just hit him in the head with the i don't think they're gonna chop it off it was like a mallet looking thing they're just probably Mm. just gonna like bludgeon him to death i think Oh, and great. you also see like the the settlers at Jamestown are also like loading up their muskets and getting all their stuff together and marching mm. over towards the tribe. It's very intense. It's just a race against the clock and against yeah, the sunlight. Against the sun, against nature. <laughs> against time. But Pocahontas is a master of nature and she makes it right. there just in time jumping over John's body right as the chief begins to throw down his whatever weapon. Good he thing the chief using. has good reflexes. Ooh, just saying. Or else he, was about real to, awkward. he was about to lose a son-in-law and his actual daughter, <laughs> his daughter. in a 24-hour period. <laughs> so at this point, the chief is like, daughter, like, what are you doing? Because remember, he has no clue that she's been sneaking out with John mm. Smith. And Pocahontas explains that she can't let him kill John because she loves him. 
Like, what? You kind of remember this. She doesn't she like throw like, herself over him yes, or something? Like, literally, like, okay. yeah, like tarping him essentially. And John just looks so like. <laughs> <laughs> try to hit this now dad but like yeah john looks so like helpless and just like oh pocahontas thank you you've saved me my love so like actually also kind of cool how again strong yeah. female lead he's like damn i would have died if it weren't for right, you like she is the hero here she is and so at this point the chief, he listens to his daughter hearing how she's somehow over in like the last week fallen in love, unbeknownst to him, fallen in love with this pale Surprise. stranger. Uh-huh. And, yeah, shock. Oh, didn't want to marry Coco him after all. Well, this is awkward. Oh, uh, sorry. And he like kind of looks down over the cliff and sees like uh, Governor Ratcliffe and his men approaching and all of his, you know, neighboring tribes of Chief Powhatan's neighboring tribes are lined up below him, ready to fight. And he like takes it all in and realizes a lot of people are about to die if I uh, I if may I have gotten caught something. up in the frenzy. <laughs> I'm still pretty pissed that Coco um, is dead yeah. and that Namatak got shot in the leg because we don't have the medicine to fix him. So I think he actually might be dead now too. Yeah, that's getting infected right this, now. Right now. This kind of sucks. They're clearly destroying our land. But, you know, Pocahontas, you have a point. And this guy has amazing hair, I've got to <laughs> add. So... Let's call off the violence. And oh he God. orders his warriors to surrender and retreat, saying that there will be no killing from this day forward. Wow. And I the would also like to know. listen to that agreement. <laughs> well, they oh. did not. Um, I'll get to that in a second. But I would also okay. like to note that at this point, only the white people are the ones who have done any killing. Mind yeah. You by the way. Yes. So Disney also put that in there. Anyway. Ooh, um, that was clever of Disney. Okay. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about that more as well later. Okay. But okay. Uh, okay. so John Smith is freed and he and Pocahontas immediately embrace right in front of everyone. And yeah, hilariously, dad's right there. <laughs> right there. He's kind of smiling though, I guess. But it is weird. Uh, but Nakoma hilariously is like, Ah, yay my bestie found true love <laughs> while then it like turns to the guys in the virginia company aka like john's friends and they're all like what <laughs> like, whoa john john what's gotten into you john what's gotten into you and like thomas is like backing up slowly because he definitely is the one who murdered yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, and he, but also trying to act equally as surprised like oh well yeah i had no clue john was hooking up He's with this been, native like, girl practicing his surprise face whoa what whoa whoa <gasps> wow. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> but as you noted before, even though the chief said there will be no more killing today, the settlers were not quite on the same page. Yeah. Ratcliffe is like, oh, nice. They're distracted. Time to fire. Grab your guns now, men. Get the muskets. And the men, though, they're like, clearly seeing that Powhatan is offering them a chance at peace and, yeah. you know, a, a chance to negotiate. So they just all look at Ratcliffe like, hell no, no. Oh, thank God. Okay. Like, yeah, we're not about to do that. And Ratcliffe, yeah. though, he is unwilling to negotiate, unwilling to seek peace and trying to, like, maintain this tough, strong man. Mm-hmm. I am your ruler. I will be your governor aura. So he grabs one of the guns from someone and fires directly at the chief. 
directly what? at him. Oh, Violence. <laughs> but yeah. don't worry, everyone. There's a brave European man here to save the day right after almost being bludgeoned to death. John Smith, he sees Ratcliffe pulling out the rifle to shoot at the chief. Uh-huh. He stops hugging and kissing Pocahontas, leaps across screen to save Chief Powhatan and takes the bullet in the chief's place. Wow. Yeah. So Ratcliffe actually shoots John instead. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, because John's long blonde locks were absolutely bouncing and behaving in slow-mo as he leapt across the screen <laughs> to save the chief. And at that point, like all of the laborers uh, down below with Ratcliffe, they're like, you just shot John. What the <laughs> hell, man? Fuck, bro? What the fuck? And Ratcliffe's like, he ran in front of the bullet. It's his fault. He got, he made himself get shot. And the crew is obviously like, no, okay, we're done. And they like immediately mutiny <laughs> and turn <laughs> nice. on Ratcliffe. Um, also because this whole time, like I didn't write this in, but like we just constantly seeing see Ratcliffe like on his fat ass, not doing work, bossing everyone around, staying dry and warm in his like luxurious massive tent and eating all day, just petting Percy, his dog. And he has like a servant who brings him his meals and everything, like a squire, I guess, or whatever. And also like now they realize that Ratcliffe was lying about the gold the whole time and like has no fucking clue what he's doing. So yeah, they're like, all right, you're you're a prisoner now. So they outnumber him, take him. They like bound and gag him and like wrap him around and like chains around him. It's actually sweet karma. Anyway, so um, yeah, at this point, the rest of the men are like, well, I guess we'll pack up ship and go home. (laughs) Wait, is what they do in the movie until the end is? That's, yep. After that, they're like, well, I guess we're going to head home to London. Uh, okay, this to, like, is brief the history king. now of like, what should have happened. We're going like, to brief the king, tell him what's going down here, maybe, like, at your own risk if you want to send more investment right. over this way. But, like, there's no Here's gold. the lay of the land. Yeah, there is no gold, but there is lots of other stuff, I guess. So, like, let's go home and tell the king. Oh <laughs> and they take Ratcliffe as a prisoner. And um, at this point, Pocahontas goes back and bring, or she brings a group of Powhatans with her to deliver food to these Mm. settler men as they're like packing up their ship and everything to prepare to head home. And Thomas like bashfully kind of comes up to her, like kind of rubbing his like, yeah, so um, John's got to come back with us because, like, he got shot. If he stays here, like, he's gonna die. Oh. Which also, though, like, it's a multi-month trip back on yeah. clearly dangerous actually, like, waters. Probably like medicine. Like, there's a they have they medicine. know how to stitch. Like, they have yeah, they can care. stitch like, exactly. They can cauterize and stitch you. Yeah, at you a minimum. Like, throw salt water from the boat on them for five yeah. months. He's like absolutely going to get scurvy and like gangrene. (laughs) He's definitely going to die on that ship. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so, uh, and also you can just like see like the shame in his eyes. Like he can't even look Pocahontas in the eyes. Like, sorry, also I killed your fiance. JK, he doesn't actually say sorry, but yeah, like (laughs) you can cut the awkwardness with a knife. Uh 
So Pocahontas, she understands and she tells um, John like, yeah, I get it. You need to go back. You need to get healthy. And the chief comes up and, uh, and by the way, John is like laying on like, um, not like a gurney or whatever, but Hmm. it's, it's like a little makeshift, whatever that they've made. Uh Is that even the right word? A gurney? Maybe it is. I don't know. So what they're like carrying him on. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like all like whole torso is just wrapped in bandages because he's got like shot right in the torso and he's just like very weak and tired. And the chief comes up to him and says, John, you are always welcome here among our peoples. We would love to have you back one day. And in a last ditch effort, John begs Pocahontas to come with him to join them on their journey back to London. But she decides that she must stay as she is needed there. So all that shit about the prophecy with their dream and everything, I have no clue. I guess it meant nothing after all. Like, I guess it meant (laughs) that no one died that day, but nothing about whatever. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) over it. She's over it. Uh, she's yeah. like, oh, she's wait, like, now I don't have to marry Coco um, or John Smith. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> I'm free. Point Pocahontas. <laughs> yes. She just like has her pros and cons list and she just scratches both of their names off of it slowly. <laughs> <laughs> New pro and con list, all about me. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, yeah, she's like, I got to stay here. I needed here. And John is like, well, okay, then like, I'll stay. I'll stay. I don't have to go. And Pocahontas is like, like, no, like like, our medicine is so bad here. Like (laughs) you have to go home and you know it. He's like, yeah, okay. And she's like, whatever happens, we'll like always remember each other or whatever, you know? (laughs) Like (laughs) I'm totally right. Coats, right? We're gonna be pen pals. Don't worry. I still, I'll still know English. It's gonna be awesome. And so, no hard feelings. Yeah, we're cool. And so they kiss once more, and then like he's carted off towards the ship, and um, they set for sea. But as they start heading out, Pocahontas, she's like overcome with emotion, so she runs through the woods, through the forest, back up to the top of that cliff from Mm. the beginning of the movie, coming full circle. And she gets one last glance at the majestic British vessel, probably the Discovery, Mm. and her majestic golden-locked man, British man, and waves (laughs) goodbye, or the Algonquin goodbye, one last time as the ship sails off into the pink sunset, or sunrise, I don't know, I guess, I don't know. (laughs) And that is the end. Wow, Pocahontas. <laughs> I guess I also didn't remember that they didn't stay together at the end of this film. I thought they yeah. did. They did not. Yes, and uh, well, and actually, that takes us literally right into <laughs> I think what we've all been waiting for: uh-huh. the creative liberties versus historic <laughs> realities of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I I thought that they were okay go just tell me let's just jump into it because this is actually I have a a couple pages of uh notes on this so um yeah uh first and foremost literally like the most glaring of inaccuracies um obviously they didn't end up going away together at the end of the movie Pocahontas and John Smith 
but like they were never ever even in a relationship with one another. There is no written historical account anywhere of those two ever having any sort of romantic relationship. Uh Specifically because at the time that John Smith landed in what was then called Jamestown, he was about 28 years old and Pocahontas was probably somewhere between 10 and 11 years old. What? So not the young girl that was depicted in the movie. And I do Uh, not think that John Smith would have risked any sort of romantic relationship with the young daughter of the chief rather than like the full grown adult, like child bearing age daughter of the chief. What? So yeah, those two literally never had any sort of romantic relationship. Wow. But um, they did come into contact with each other multiple times during his time helping to establish the Jamestown settlement. Mm. However, a lot of the communicating that he did, it wasn't like through Pocahontas with the chief. He actually like went to the chief himself. So Mm. I guess, you know, when he was brought in as prisoner, I think I mentioned it earlier in last week's episode or earlier today, either way, um, he was at one point brought in as a prisoner to the uh, Powhatan tribe, like shortly after they first arrived, Uh uh, shortly after the colonists first arrived. And at this point, like, that's when they started the basis of negotiation and the direct Mm. line of communication between them. So Mm. his observances of Pocahontas was really just like, you know, she was there. She was here. She seems to have this relationship with her father. Um, Being like, well, there's a kid in the room debating whether I should be like (laughs) beheaded or not. And actually, yeah. So there is some dispute between like historians and Powhatans about whether or not Pocahontas actually ever saved John Smith's life. Because so apparently John Smith wrote a couple of times in some of like his notes or books or whatever about his expeditions that she did inform him like two or three times that like when he was visiting the tribe for various reasons that people were going to kill him while he was there. So he would like be on the ready and be prepared, but it never actually happened. Well, so a I, lot of historians think- real quick? Yeah, yeah. And say my theory before you give like the actual, his, like real historians, like research theory is that yeah. like Pocahontas and her friends were just fucking with him. <laughs> they were like, watch this shit. Honestly, I kill you. And they all giggle. Little brat, the playful one. That's (laughs) like she was known for playing tricks on like the little like settler boys around Jamestown, (laughs) which I'll get to that in just a second too. But yeah, so I honestly speculate the exact same thing. But I also believe what historians likely believe is true. Which is that it, it, both of these things can be true, that John Smith was also embellishing a lot of these stories, because as I said in last week's episode, he was essentially hired as like the chief propagandist of the oh, Virginia shit. company to write That's about right. all of these adventures and experiences and to make it seem like, no, 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 some, some of these natives can be trusted. Some of them like, oh my God, I'm such a hero. Look at all the things I had to go through and look at the adventure you can have out here as long as yeah. you know how to negotiate and work hard. So some people think that he exaggerated stories of her saving him. Mm. Um, so yeah, that probably didn't happen. Um, yeah like it did in the movie yep and anyways as I mentioned before Pocahontas she did like even though she was like fraternizing with John very closely in the movie (laughs) she did not do that with really any of the settlers that we know of um 
you know, while she was still with the Powhatan tribe, but she did play with some of the boys around Jamestown that were like her age, you know, Mm -hmm. when they eventually came, like as children do, you know, they were playing like kids. And so apparently this is something I'd like, I literally found this from the Powhatan um, Museum's website. I like this was not on Wikipedia, which I found very interesting, nor on like any of the other non-native run uh, websites that I read through for this. Apparently Pocahontas was married to Cocolom when she was about 15 years old in real life. Yes, but there are no accounts by any of the English settlers referring to this or referring to any children, but apparently they were married for three years. Whoa. And some historians think that this stuff may have been scrubbed from some of like the settlers records or like whatever to like help support the propaganda. Because, and this is where her story takes a very dramatic and tragic turn. Yeah. Just a few years after John Smith left Jamestown, um, and so, yeah, like three years after she married Cocolum too, Pocahontas was kidnapped by colonists. And while she was in their custody, she was converted to Christianity and was baptized Good. under the name Rebecca. Ooh. And so her kidnapping, it occurred while she was making her way to visit, I think, another Powhatan tribe. And the Powhatan um, like museum's website they uh-huh. say that they believe that it was actually a plot between a lesser chief of the Japazal the? tribe. Uh-huh. I don't know if they were Powhatan or if they were like Algonquin or Iroquois or what, but apparently uh-huh. a lesser chief of that tribe worked with a man named Samuel Argyll, who happened to be the captain of the ship where Pocahontas was held captive and later baptized. So they think that there was some sort of conspiracy between those two to kidnap her in exchange for something. And while she was kidnapped after being baptized on this ship, she was then married off to a man named John Rolfe, who was a tobacco planner and colonist. And this was when she was about 17 or 18 years old. Dude. And she ended up having a child with John Rolfe, a son by the name of Thomas Rolfe. And so essentially they were Did like, she get sh- taken back to England. Mm-hmm. They were okay. shipping her off on, on a uh, Samuel Argyll ship to take her straight back to England as John Rolfe's wife and the mother of his new child so that they could essentially show her off to British royalty oh and God. unfortunately use her as like a propaganda, propaganda. prop for like, Again, I hate this, but for like the civilized savage. Exactly. Oh my God. And how like, hey, look, if you come and settle in the new world, this is totally safe. Or it could be because look at what we've done with her. And like, look at how great she is. Look at great. And then you have this beautiful mixed colored baby. Oh my God. Oh my God. And so he took her to London in 1616 to show her off. And she was like treated like a celebrity there. And um. It's kind of, sort of, not really the basis of Pocahontas 2, which yeah, that's why I was, very was a direct-to-video movie. <laughs> yes. yeah. Direct-to-video. It is also on Disney Plus, though, yeah. if anyone wants to watch it. Um, but at the time, coincidentally, that Pocahontas was sent to London and married to John, married off to John Rolfe, 
the Virginia company happened to also be facing massive financial burdens and was entirely strapped for cash. Oh my God. So it was literally like a a fundraising prop. A marketing. Oh my yep. God, a marketing scheme. Literally, like they raised a lot of money Ooh, during her trip shit. there. Like I think a lot of a lot more people invested in the company as a Ugh. result of her being there. Yeah, straight up. Whoa. And very sadly, Pocahontas never returned from this journey across the pond. She died really? a year later, around age 20 or 21. Oh my God, causes On the ship, yes, after, so they left uh, the United Kingdom to return back to Virginia, but shortly after they embarked or disembarked, um, she, they had to like go back and go back on shore somewhere else in the United Kingdom. Uh And uh, she ended up dying there. So like they didn't even make it really out of like British waters before she died. And even more sadly, her burial site to this day is unknown because the church where she was buried was rebuilt after being destroyed by a fire. So I suppose like they know what church it is, but they just don't know which actual grave site is hers. This was not how Pocahontas 2 ended. <laughs> what do you think? Well, she gets, Rol- she gets in a relationship with John Rolfe in that movie and like travels to London to like meet the royal family and everything and like show off and all oh, this stuff. So John but Smith isn't even in it? This is like a he's whole new in it. love? He is in it, but yes, she's in a whole new love. And she actually thinks that <laughs> John Smith has died because someone, I think Ratcliffe. So Ratcliffe is also in the second movie. And at one point he sees her at like court with the royal family and tells her like, shame that John, John Smith isn't with us anymore. Like alluding that he's dead, even though he knows Ooh. that he's not. It's a whole thing. Maybe yeah, next Thanksgiving I'll do that movie. This. Yeah, it's, it's it's not that good. I I put it on like a couple times, like because I had to watch this movie a couple times to write uh-huh. this. And every time after I watch this, I just put the second one on too. I literally always lose attention after like 45 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm, I got to like cook dinner now. I don't know, like turn it off. Anything better so, to do. So I don't really, I know that it doesn't end with her dying. It ends with her and John Rolfe sailing back to Virginia. Actually, to be fair, I don't, I don't think it shows them get back to Virginia, but it alludes that it does not, it does They're not like, okay, any bye. mention of her death or her. Yeah, exactly. Oh so, my God. Yeah. And so wow. last but not least, one more glaring historical difference or Uh real world difference that I just I just so the the juicy karma I have to say (laughs) yes the governor John Ratcliffe his story in real life ended very differently let's hear it so I mentioned it last week but he started as the captain in real life he started as the captain of the smallest of the three ships on the Virginia Company's expedition to the New World. And from there, so just right off the bat, the smallest of the three ships, like one of the biggest ship had like maybe 200 or 300 crew member and like employees on it. Ratcliffe's had like 30. (laughs) So he, he, exactly. So he wasn't really like high up in rank in like the expedition. Mm -hmm. Um, But when they, established Jamestown he became a counselor for the colony and he actually ended up being the second president of the colony um, about like like five or six months after they landed 
but he either resigned or was removed from power about a year later. Mm. So um, all of this is to say that like when they arrived there, he wasn't actually already the one in charge. And the ship that he was on was one of three and was the smallest. So he like had the least authority huh. of all the leaders there anyway, even though they're painting they him as like some movie. Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's interesting because they make him seem like such a money grubbing capitalist. And I think <laughs> it might, part of it maybe. I don't know, to be fair, like one of the other guys, is uh, the other captain, I think he was like the captain of the whole armada and like uh-huh. of the biggest of the three ships. His name was like Christopher Newport. And I feel like that just sounds like too much of like a, a res- like, no, we want to, we want to put respect on the name Christopher mm. Newport. Or, I wonder if even just like, <laughs> yeah, weird. I was going to say Ratcliffe kind of sounds evil. It yeah, makes me think I of like no Great clue. Mouse Detective. Like, yeah. Although, okay. Some of the some of what I'll say next could also mm. maybe explain why they chose him. Although to be fair, I also didn't really research the other two captains that much because I'm like they're not in this movie. I don't really care don't about care. them. Yep. <laughs> so Ratcliffe became president, but he fell out of favor with a lot of the colonists because one of his first orders as president, while like people were on the brink of starvation and like still trying to figure out this land and how to survive against the natives, uh, he told the men to build him a governor's house. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. And, and he was also just like a very poor leader when it came to handling trade with the natives as oh, the movie God. clearly kind of yeah. like tried to point out so when Ratcliffe was elected president in 1607 like the end of 1607 a few months after they got there he asked John Smith so he did work closely with John Smith mm-hmm. to organize work details and expeditions to trade with the natives mm-hmm. but so he was elected president in September 1607. Mm-hmm. By January of 1608, okay. uh, I think like only 38 colonists remained. And oh. remember, I said there were three ships and there were like 200 or more on the one and that Ratcliffe's only had like 30 something. Yeah, there were only 38 colonists still alive a few entire... months after. For, yes, from the entire uh-huh. initial... Yeah. Ratcliffe and and the Jamestown Council planned to return to England on the discovery. Uh And um, at this point, Smith was like starting to complain to Ratcliffe about how his over, he was like too over generous with trading or like not really taking the natives seriously and like their Mm. good faith efforts to bring food or whatever. And so he warned Ratcliffe, like, we are legitimately about to run out of items to trade and to survive. Uh And boy, oh boy, was John Smith correct? (gasps) Because Governor Ratcliffe, along with several other colonists, died in 1609 during what was called, quote, unquote, the starving time. Oh, I don't like that. A period of starvation that struck the Jamestown colony in the winter of 1609 through early 1610, where at the beginning of the winter, as I kind of mentioned before, there were about 500 residents. And at the end, there were like, yeah, somewhere around 40 or so. Oh my God. Yes. That's a lot of, it's terrifying. It's yeah. bad. It's bad. That's literally a winter, one winter. Yeah, that's a lot of people one winter. But Ratcliffe did not die from the starvation. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Apparently, 
he was invited to a gathering by the Powhatan tribe. And this is again, shortly after he resigned from the presidency. So now mm -hmm. he's just going kind of like as a diplomat, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think specifically it was the Pamunkey tribe. So the tribe that Pocahontas was in. Mm, okay. The Powhatans promised the starving colonists for food in exchange for copper. But instead, upon Ratcliffe's arrival, the colonists were ambushed by the tribe members, <laughs> straight yeah. up ambush. And yeah. so I think like a couple of the colonists got away, but the rest of them were murdered and John Ratcliffe was tied to a stake in front of a fire while Powhatan woman removed his skin from his body, oh. tossing it into a flame in front of him as he watched, saving his face for last and then burning him at the stake after they took his face That's skin off. Pretty badass and hardcore. It's badass and hardcore and very different it's from the ending of Pocahontas. <laughs> That's the director's cut ending. Yeah, exactly. That's the <laughs> they, NC-17. They stitched, they st <laughs> you had to get your parents' signature to go see that. Um, <laughs> they sewed his face back on for Pocahontas 2. So, <laughs> right, you see him at Royal Court and everyone's like avoiding him. Oh, jeez. He's got like oh, the God. burn marks and like the stitches. <laughs> oh, God, he really God. fucked up in Jamestown. They did not take him well down there. <laughs> So Whoa. I could go on and on. I could I'm talk about the Indian Massacre of 1622, aka the Jamestown Massacre, where Powhatan's brother, Wahasanaka's brother, aka Pocahontas's uncle, who was the oh, new uh -huh. chief of the Powhatans at, of that time, essentially led the Powhatan Confederacy and a surprise attack against the Virginia colony, killing about 350 people, which was about a quarter of their overall population. And this was at the height of the Virginia company's like bankruptcy. <laughs> so it was almost the end of the Virginia company, but we'll go ahead and we'll just stop right there. Almost. <laughs> so close. Almost. I mean- We almost um... got him. What? No. <laughs> and yes. So that that is uh, wow. yeah, a, little, a little bit of the real world history behind Pocahontas. In addition, yeah, I don't to... remember that ending in the movie. I don't know. What either. an interesting like song would go <laughs> along with those scenes. <laughs> Dude, just imagine Pocahontas has bars for days. Oh boy. <laughs> I I imagine she wrote some wild songs on her uh slave trip over to the United Kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> she had a lot to say, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. Wow, great job. Thank you. Really good Thank work. You. And yeah, so we've, you know, not only have we learned a lot this month about, you know, some of the original settlers and colonists from Jamestown to Plymouth, but mm. we also learned a lot about some uh, very important, interesting Native American tribes from yeah. the Wampapanoags in Plymouth and now the, uh, the various Powhatan tribes in Virginia and along yes. the East Coast. So this has been fun. It's been a fun yeah. month. This has been this great. Has been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like our holiday arcs. Me too. And I guess that's good because like we're doing one more, aren't we? Yeah. Or at least one more. <laughs> about to be December. It so is. Buckle up. Thanksgiving is over. Santa showed himself at the Thanksgiving Day parade. So I guess now we have to put up Christmas decorations <laughs> or whatever and stop talking about turkey and start spending money on people <laughs> consumerism here we come turkey. pretty much <laughs> right you know what actually you know how there's like um 
Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say like, I think it's like small business Saturday, but what if there was yeah. subscribe Sunday and tomorrow you subscribe <sighs> to your favorite podcast or podcast Saturday yeah. morning mysteries and leave Please a review yeah, um, instead I of can... giving money, give reviews. Five star I can't reviews. tell you like what like deal we'll give you, but like we'll entertain <laughs> you for about an hour yeah. every week. So yeah, mm-hmm. that should be worth, that should be worth the free subscription. Priceless. Yeah, literally yeah. all you have to do is hit subscribe on whatever app you're listening mm-hmm. to. We're on YouTube and then boom, we're in your ear mm-hmm. every week. I hope that doesn't sound torturous. Bam. Sounds great to me. <laughs> we're whispering sweet nothings to you every week. Yes. Listen to your heart. You will understand. It's <laughs> haunting. It is actually. It. And like when it's coming from an anthropomorphized willow tree. <laughs> Like, I don't know what Pocahontas was on, but let me know where to find it. I have to say, no wonder the Salem witch trials eventually happened. Like, they saw some spooky shit in the woods. The the woods are straight up haunted. (laughs) Which, I mean, hey, those natives, maybe, yeah. Maybe they did something to that land after they were all murdered and massacred on there. I don't know. Honestly, maybe the religious Virginia colony people did too at Jamestown. It explains why this whole part of the country is the way it is. So (laughs) on that end, well, it's been a great four weeks, but next week we're doing something fun again, talking about Mm -hmm. Christmas and winter and all the fun things Mm -hmm. that come with that. But until then, Grace, who should the listeners and watchers tell about this wonderful podcast? So I think that this week um, you should tell, you know, like maybe email, maybe friends with them on Facebook or something like that, but your favorite history teacher, or maybe like mm-hmm. you're still in school and have a history class. I don't know what age people are listening to this, but tell your favorite history teacher um, about this, about this podcast and be like, actually this month had some actual facts in it. Like yeah, maybe we yeah. should teach this next year during <laughs> November. Yeah, This is just the like, unit. <laughs> just put our podcast on for your yeah. lecture. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so mean, like, like yeah, everyone learns about Powhatans at least, and and definitely like about the the settlers uh, at Plymouth. So I, exactly, we are the new Thanksgiving unit. Tell yeah, your exactly. fave history teacher or professor or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and then who who should they tell after that? Ooh, let's see. After that, so you tell your history teacher. Mm-hmm. And then, depending on the type of school you go to, if you go to a Catholic <laughs> or Christian school. <laughs> Tell your religion teacher as well. And tell them to look About forward to our Easter episode. Yes. <laughs> look forward for the Easter episodes and tell them that we just did a few episodes about that time that King James ordered the Anglicization of an entire mm-hmm. nations of native people yes. so that he could gain their loyalty and subservience in mm-hmm. pursuit of the throne or I guess uh-huh. in keeping the throne. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Cool. Go for it. Do it. Awesome. We love it. And um, we love you all. And we'll see you next week for some wintry, wintry crimes. Indeed. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Saturday Morning Mysteries. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, review, leave us a like, and drop a comment. We post episodes every Saturday and bonus tune tangents whenever we feel like it. So please subscribe so you don't miss the shenanigans. And if you want to follow us on YouTube, click the bell under the YouTube subscribe button to receive notifications when new videos are posted. 
And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we have no idea what you're listening to us on. So just hit the big subscribe button on whatever app you're using. We, we believe in you. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Satmore and Mist, all the abreeds. And let us know if you have any episode or show requests by emailing SaturdayMorningMysteries at gmail.com. Thanks to Jenna Kendall for the logo design and to Ava Sakiki for the music used during this week's episode. See y'all groovy kids next week on Saturday Morning Mysteries. 